Orthodox Arts Festival podcast, Christian podcast to inspire, educate, and entertain an emerging global Christian community. Welcome to Inspirational Entertainment. Hello everyone, this is Orthodox Arts Festival. Today I would like to introduce you to one of the filmmakers who will be presenting their work at this year's Orthodox Arts Festival. My name is Ioannis Antoniadis and my guest today is film director Vangelis Kalabankas, a Greek filmmaker who lives in Athens. Hello Valgeli, welcome to the Orthodox Arts Festival. It's a great pleasure to have you here today. Hello, nice to meet you, uh, even from a distance. <laughs> uh, your submission took me by surprise. It's uh, not a romantic take on everyday life, definitely not for those children and their carers. Uh, your film compels us to examine our privileged life. Let's keep our viewers in suspense for a while. So here's my first question. Tell us about your journey to this film. And because we must satisfy our curiosity, tell us about the beginning of this journey, your early years. I'm glad of uh, uh, your choice of words because it was a journey uh, in every sense. Uh, the idea for the film uh, let me say it was not a preconceived uh, planned film. The idea came uh, as uh, my wife and I were doing voluntary work at uh, this orphanage in uh, Addis Ababa in Ethiopia. We knew about the huge problem of orphan children in Ethiopia and had decided to try to adopt a child. So as part of that effort, we wound up doing uh, working as volunteers, which gave for for quite a, uh, a long period of time, which gave us access to this very restricted, very sensitive area, uh, which is off limits, obviously, to, to a general public, and uh, also helped us gradually build confidence, uh, a mutual uh, relationship of acceptance and trust uh, with the children and uh, the staff who worked there. It wasn't easy, it was a very long, uh, daily process. It was then that I decided, I had this idea of, to start recording this daily routine that I saw unfolding around me. Uh, little everyday things that were happening around me. Uh, and I suggested it to the administration of the, of the orphanage and they were more than happy to give their approval. We had also a very good relationship with them. Um, so, as I said, it was not a film that I had researched and planned beforehand. The idea was, was uh, spontaneously uh, created. And in fact, the only, the only production equipment I had with me was a handicam <laughs> and the laptop. That was all the, the filming equipment. So, you know, to, to later on, we'll, I will ask you more questions uh, about the film, but I want to know a little bit your the way to that so your early years how did you actually how did you came you know to all your interests your um your growing up uh, your um your development i want to find out a little bit more about your development uh in the early development and later on a little bit more about your studies in us so tell us a bit about your early development how were you always so inquisitive uh, and you always you had this kind of passion for for filmmaking from a childhood or you know watching a lot of films like i did 
I, I had a passion for film, but uh, what really opened uh, new horizons for me was the, the School of the Art Institute of Chicago that I went to, which was essentially an art school. And it was at that point at the edge of, the, uh, of all the arts, including filmmaking. Uh, so it was not a conventional film training. Uh, we were free to choose our own uh, language, if you wish, uh, our own uh, code of expression. Uh, very liberally, and that opened up many windows for me, one of which was the documentary, uh, which at that point was very, very strong in the US, had a long tradition of direct cinema, which was uh, alone uh, from the Cinema Verité in France, uh, and uh, I was very, I was fascinated by the way that uh, we could um, not record reality because documentary is not recording reality really it's interpreting reality uh, there's no such thing as subjectivity there is there's always the the filmmaker's eye which uh, uh, guides the viewer's attention to uh, certain things so uh, i was fascinated by by that movement uh, at that point and uh, i decided to work on on documentary through documentary fiction as well but mainly documentary which resulted in a, uh, in, a in another journey uh, i was i lived for seven years in india doing uh, uh, social documentaries and uh, i traveled a lot and uh, cultivated a very you know personal style on that it's quite interesting that you said that was an art school because this was my observation being an artist myself because I, after i watched another sort of film of yours called census uh that uh, an intense deep and poignant film i have to say that it really felt that it was part of a modern art installation piece so you could actually see that there was just the artist the 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 seeing things from an artist's perspective um it wasn't just telling a story more is a, it was really as you said constructing a story and uh it was very yeah i mean i'm quite uh yeah i felt uh i felt very familiar let's uh -huh. put it that way as an artist uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, speaking of, of, of this film now uh, in the general context of documentary work uh, what i decided to follow the filming lasted about three weeks the actual film our presence there was longer, but from the time that I started recording things, it, it, it lasted about three weeks. I had a lot of material, about 45 hours worth of material. Um, what I decided to, 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 to follow is the basic principles of what we call observational cinema, uh, which uh, in fact estranges some viewers. Uh, for example, there are no interviews, which is a very cliche common thing in a documentary you're, you're expecting a talking head to explain to you what you're watching or there is no, absolutely no staged action no intervention whatsoever on my part on what was happening around me i was just quietly recording in the background uh, having gained that that relationship that i told you uh, and uh, having become after a point unnoticeable or inconspicuous to be more correct. I mean, how did they, how did you gain such a trust? What what did they expected uh, from that film? Because I'm I, I'm quite puzzled uh, about uh, what was the reason for such um, 
you know, to allow you to do that, to document their everyday activities. And uh, that is uh, not something usually you see, um, especially of charity organizations. They, I'm sure they are more, they, they are, when they do allow you something, they are definitely more prepared. They probably will choose the way and the manner and the, you know, the angle that everything uh, will be directed towards to that kind of purpose of uh, raising awareness of for the um, for fundraising eventually exactly and this is why they were very puzzled by my decision i mean they kept asking me aren't you going to have interviews or aren't you going to interview me aren't you going to interview me or uh, i said no i want to just record daily life this is my objective and if uh, to to, to uh, i don't want to convey a message of any sort uh, I want to uh, to give the viewer the sense of being there, like I was, and uh, witnessing to wit to, to make him witness things that would make him think, and explain to them that this was yes a more difficult in a sense uh, language for a viewer who would have to do the extra work to explain to think to question things, but it was more valid because. It, would, it, it raises the viewer in a more uh, active participation to the uh, yeah. material watched. Uh, I gained this argument, although I, 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 there was still, uh, till the end, a puzzle of, you know, what is this, what's, what's, what's he doing now? What's he going to do with all this? <laughs> I can imagine, you know, I mean, most, most uh, truly, uh, it's, um, we artists, uh, we're, we're a little bit seducers. No, we have our way, you know, the, everything we do. But of course, we have also a purpose. And hopefully most of the artists, they have a good purpose in their minds. There's always a, a, a thought. And uh, there is always something, um, an archetypal that we're trying to imitate and uh, to bring forth into our everyday activity. And uh, I imagine yours probably was truth. And um, truth that is not, so much manipulated uh, so you wanted to have the audience to decide what exactly was happening there and um and you gave uh, you gave your with your talent you managed to to bring it into um, to make an art out of it and which is a great thing which is very rare people they have that kind of stomach <laughs> to you know to dare all and um yeah i mean it is it, it is uh it's a kind of mystery um some they're all kind of people some people they are attracted by beauty some people from truth some people from all manner of other qualities that a human being possesses your definitely artistic quality as a filmmaker is truth and uh, you are you are quite a purist in that kind of sense am i right uh, yes, because I, 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 I really, uh, maybe I'm asking too much from the audience, but uh, I think uh, this elevates the audience to a more active position, as I said. So I try this. I, 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 like, I, I enjoy inviting the viewer to join me on a journey rather than giving him a more conventional, more easily accessible uh, material. In fact, even the issues that uh, one, one can uh, number, 
pinpoint a number of issues that emerged from this film. Uh, but these were not preconceived. It, it was not like I had done research, I went there to illustrate uh, these three, four points. The issues came up as I, I myself was witnessing them by observing little things that were happening around me. I mean, sometimes those issues exist only in the, in, in the environment of one, you know, of a, you know, the cultural issues, the different approach issues, uh, you can um, recognize them from your own standpoint, uh, but you can't really judge them because what's the point of it? You know, people, they have their ideas, but you can actually see what exactly are the results of, cer of certain actions and you can uh, think if this will work uh, in your environment. And uh, it, it really brings a lot of thinking. It really stimulates um, somebody's thought process. Uh, and, um, and it's quite... Um, um, it has a kind of catharsis uh, because you can, you can really observe without this stress uh, that uh, from you trying to focus on something and then you have the all the various other things that distract you so you don't really look at it really clearly of what it is and uh, you know it is a process that um, it's not everybody's cup of tea and either will work or fail it's uh, you know <laughs> it's either really you reach high end of the of the pyramid or you just go lose everything um but i think in your case actually it made a very clear statement of uh, truth and uh, yeah I, I quite like the film i like the the whole process now tell us uh you know the one thing I, i'm really puzzled is why you choose to stay in greece after being so much stimulated by the the artistic environment in the United States. Most filmmakers, they just run. Uh, everything is underfunded, bureaucracy, lack of investment, and more. I mean, I'm sure you probably cross your mind to just run yourself too. I have a very simple explanation for this. I got homesick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are you are one of those guys that they can't really live away, they can't really stay away. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. <laughs> Being seven years in the States and seven years in India, uh, very, very different culturally, of course, you know, uh, I said, okay, enough, I want a base to my homeland. It was clearly an emotional decision, not practical. Not practical. Uh, very yes. difficult. <laughs> it is a difficult, uh, our country is unfortunately, you know, it's uh, art is not really on the top of the schedule for the politicians. It's uh, we will uh, have to suffer all the consequences. Maybe in the future we'll we'll return back into some kind of sort of uh, of acceptance and uh, people they will start seeing the value of it. Um, now, uh, I just wanted to ask you: Is generally do you i mean in this film okay we know that you didn't really try to to pass a message but in other films is it something that you want to convey to the viewer through your work 
there's always something to convey to the viewer. Uh, it depends uh, how you convey that. Uh, always you make a film, either fiction or documentary, you want to say something. Uh, is the manner that, that uh, uh, I think is very, very, very crucial. Uh, in terms of documentary, um, the issues that I, I mentioned, which I discovered during filming and also during editing afterwards, uh, I decided to, 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 and I worked very hard at the editing. Uh, I told you I had about 45 hours worth of material, so this was reduced to 73 minutes. Uh, the criteria for this was to, to actually uh, make more visible those those issues that I wanted to focus on. Uh, but, for example, the principles and practices of child protection, you know, very strong, very uh, crucial social issue, especially crucial in the context of this temporary home away from home, which is the orphanage, you know, that people are, uh, little children are in transit, they have no families, they have, uh, the future is very uncertain, so it's a very vulnerable stage of their lives. And they were very hungry as well. I mean, I could see that, God, feeding was, was really not easy. Okay. The role of religion, of course, uh, which you must have noticed in the film, which is very, very, very strong and uh, very complex issue. Because on one hand, it offers a uh, welcome emotional shelter for these uh, children. Uh, on the other hand, it infuses them. You must have noticed, you know, this, the, the, the sense of the guilt for the original sin and all these uh, Pentecostal teachings that uh, uh, start another conversation here. And yes, all, of course, of course, yeah. And yeah. Make, make someone think uh, about the different uh, uh, sides and facets of this, uh, of this issue. Another thing important was the, the perception of the other, the different. Um, for example, within, as it's cultivated in the minds of the children, you know, uh, the other could be uh, a human being of another religion, could be, uh, or could be a white man or a white woman coming to visit, which would bear, if you wish, if you if could bear the, the promise of salvation because they see them as a their potential foster parent. And that's their, their biggest wishes to be adopted and live leave there and have a family. Uh, but that creates a uh, uh, very sensitive and very complex dynamic in the, their relationships uh, inside. So all these things, uh, back to your question, uh, they're not something that I, gave, that I said, okay, I want to make a film on orphan children in Ethiopia and stress these three issues, child protection, religion, blah, blah. This is, these are things that I saw. Yeah, yeah. you recognize them. And I recognize them and tried to uh, create a film that would invite the viewer to think about these issues without verbally pinpointing them through the aid of a commentary, for example, or you know, offering uh, written text or, or facts or explanation. A film is not an essay. A film is more an invitation to an artistic experience uh, and if someone wants to study the problem socially, theoretically, uh, he can be welcome to research it. But the film is an invitation to a journey. And this is what I try to 
this is the way I try to work both in my fiction work, which is very different uh, stylistically, and in my documentary work. Um, what is your view of today's cinema? I mean, uh, let's start of the Greek cinema as you've been trying to, you know, to, to, to make a, a life as a filmmaker over there. What, I mean, I know that there are very good actors around and a lot of people that are really willing uh, to help, but what is your view currently? Well, uh, Greek cinema to start with is, uh, is quite a uh, turbulent uh, course in, in, in history. Uh, it has never been an industry in the sense that uh, it has been in uh, the States or in India or in other parts of the world, in Italy. Uh, it's, it's a small cottage industry, like a home, a home very small scale production. This is uh, both good and bad. It's bad in the sense that it's not, there's no developed uh, uh, circuit that, uh, and a supporting mechanism. Uh, the good thing is that uh, reducing the scale of the production gives one, gives art filmmakers uh, the chance to explore different uh, expression codes, uh, play with language, uh, exploration. And I think this is uh, very obvious, for example, in the, uh, in the recent, uh, in recent, when I say recent, I mean the last decade or so, uh, unconventional uh, ways of, of directing of uh, pers personal, personal uh, linguistic choices. In, in I mean, I think it's definitely an explosion uh, as far as uh, short films is concerned. Because people can, th there is available technology now, uh, you know, phones, even with a phone, there are people that are actually filming tremendous good quality films with uh, phones and, and, and programs they find online. And uh, so the, there is definitely um, uh, a new kind of, uh, we are in a new frontier of, uh, of developing uh, without really so much attached to the sponsors and um, and funding that must come from the government i think you know i think many artists they 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 actually they start realizing that there are different uh, rules uh, now and they uh, try to find them and use uh, all the benefits and uh, there, there is definitely an enormous amount of um, filmmaking happening right now. And I'm sure there are a lot of new Greek filmmakers that they take advantage of the short films industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, just one remark here, a word of caution. Uh, I might sound like a, uh, uh, you know, uh, nostalgic of the, of the analog age, but uh, I'm not. Uh, there is, there's a certain, uh, advantage, definite advantage to, to, the, to the accessibility of technology now, the, the, the lower cost of uh, production, all that is given. Uh, I would be cautious about uh, it make, that about the fact that making it very easy for everyone to make film uh, doesn't necessarily mean that uh, people uh, think uh, 
of what aesthetically goes into a film, of all the filmmaking tools, uh, something that becomes very easy uh, and simple to do, uh, it can be like an. Uh, it's very, it's very, one is not aware, which he should be, of the many choices he has to make in, in, making, in making a film. It's just, it becomes more like a... a, a Commodity, something that people yes, don't yes. really take it seriously enough. Uh, That's right. I had a teacher, for example, in Chicago, I'll never forget him, Peter Kubelka. Uh, his uh, motto to us, his direction was, when, if you want to make a film, you have to be ready to make 24 choices per second. <laughs> that is the frames per second, right? The speed yeah, that yeah, the film yeah. was running then was analog film, of course. Uh, 24 choices per second, that means you are responsible for every frame of your film, not for every shot, not for every scene, for every frame. So that kind of density and that kind of work that goes into making a film, I think with the uh, uh, with a digital medium, uh, we've seen a lowering of that that intensity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's my that question. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it is uh, definitely a lot of tools, but do people truly want to make art, or they just are fascinated of the tools? and they forget about the subject matter and they, they just want to use them all. <laughs> you know, very often, this is what's really happening. You just want to dazzle people and you forget what is um, the meaning of it all. Um, so is there anything noteworthy in the future? Are you preparing something? I'm preparing, uh, yes, uh, I have several ideas. To that I'm working on. Uh, right now I'm working on, I uh, just finished an Erasmus Plus project uh, based on the uh, Bridging Digital program, addressing exactly the, the, the uh, ways that the digital medium affects uh, production distribution of art. That's, that's, that was a very interesting issue mm. uh, to explore, especially in the way, uh, in, the, in the context of the COVID pandemic, which, uh, many things turned upside down, you know, theater groups that were working, uh, for example, uh, on stage, they had to use the digital medium to diffuse their, their work, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a very interesting experience. And uh, other plans, I'm, I'm still teaching, I keep teaching at the, at the Open University in, in, in Athens, which is another fascinating uh, part of my life, uh, shaping younger minds. Uh I haven't read anything, but are you also involved in the theater uh, no. section? No, no. not professional. Uh, uh, yeah. As an amateur viewer, yes. <laughs> um, now, as a last question, uh -huh. I was wondering what advice you would give to young filmmakers? Well, one advice would be what I just mentioned to you, that the advice that Peter Kubelka was giving us young students back in the 80s, be prepared to make 24 choices per second if you want to make a film. Uh, explore. Nothing is given. Language has to be 
constantly questioned, has enormous possibilities. So don't take conventions for granted and create your own personal uh, style, your own personal way of seeing things. Uh, coming to maybe to, a co to colliding with, with uh, especially be bold in other words, be bold in, and, and to create your own, your own work and your own style, your, uh, to convey your own way of seeing things. This is what we lack, not, not a product which is replicated a uh, hundred times, but an original view, an original work. Vangeli, I would like to thank you very much for taking the time to tell us about yourself and your work. To all of our Orthodox Arts Festival viewers, from Vangelis Kalambakas and Ioannis Antoniades, thank you for watching.